Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is the 17th of October, 2022, the start of a brand new training week. This is the COB, all the stuff you need to know about the day in business and markets. Um, I'm Nadine Blaney, and I'm here with Calrada. Hello, happy new week. <laughs> yeah, it is a new week, but a um, bit, so yeah. bit of a fizzle out there. Um, look, you closed the session, yep. Kyle, um, down by 1.4%. It was sort of at or around there, you've got to say. The whole day. Uh, the whole day. Yeah. So this is a give back of Friday's gains. Yeah. What do we read into it, if anything? Um, that that rally after the CPI print meant nothing. That's Which we were kind of saying on Friday. I, yeah, I mean, I think so. You know, we, we were all scratching around on Friday for, for a decent explanation. And, you know, it was technical levels. It was option activity and positioning and, you know, whatever. But it, it, you know, at the end of the day, the Fed, Fed fund futures are pointing to a Fed funds rate of 5%. That uh, increased after the CPI print. Whatever funky thing happened on Thursday, it didn't make any sense. I think we could all agree. And we're just back to where we started effectively. Yeah, it happens sometimes in markets. Um, yeah. Let's be honest. Oftentimes, uh, you know, there's a knee-jerk reaction or there's some technical reason or the algos get involved and then, you know, <laughs> normalcy, yeah. if that, that's what you can call it this time around, resumes. Yeah. So there you have it. That is the finish down by 1.4% for the S&P ASX 200. If we think about that in numerics, it's 6,664 mm -hmm. uh, for the local market. So not a great start to the week. Um, look, as far as news, there was a bit of fodder out there today. We had, well, we had CSL holding its AGM, providing guidance that includes Vifor in that acquisition, which is something that they did say that they would be doing mm. at its AGM. So it's good, you know, putting money where the mouth is. You've got the CSL lifting its profit forecast on that Swiss acquisition. Um, we had the Star, Star Entertainment, being fined $62 yes. million dollars following that inquiry, saying that they are not fit to hold a license, so they'll have an external manager. Who would have thought? Um, we had Medibank saying that um, it did have a ransomware attack in its IT network, although it didn't lose any data. So this is just a bit of the corporate news out there. Yeah. And then, Kyle, late in breaking, and I will give the fin, obviously. Oh. Um, the credit. You know, well, it, it's there. They broke the story. But Westpac has apparently tapped JP Morgan to take over Tyro. Right. So that's juicy. That's interesting. It is because, of course, Tyro Payments, it's um, been absolutely savaged mm. this year. So it's up 9% on the news by the end of the day. But it does have this banking arm. It does have a very, you know, common, successful, commonly used um, payments platform. So it kind of, I mean, like my just in initial read, you go, oh, yeah, it makes sense. And given that there's so much mm. consolidation in that tech space. I think There's the right kind of There you go. Yeah. So there you go. There's a bit of the rundown for me as to what sort of happened in um, in equity land. Uh, that might be a good dovetail for the stock of the day. Sorry, Kyle. I know you're tired of hearing me talk right now. I'm, but, I'm um, tired of hearing myself back, talk, relax. so go for it. <laughs> um, yeah. So the stock of the day was um, News Corp. Because, of course, another big piece of news from the weekend is that that's looking like 
uh, News Corp and Fox will be reunited. Wants to rebuild the empire. Match made in heaven. Synergies again, you mm. know, being talked about there. Um, so that was the stock of the day. Here's what our guests had to say. I think if you're looking at the media play and you want to be there, the biggest gorilla in town is Nine Entertainment. Yeah. And then you go down seven. We like the small ones. We like Southern Cross. We like O Media. Mm. Unique play, cheap on valuation. So I think it plays well. Yep. Um, and if you, you know, I think News Corp's fine. If you're there, it's, it's paying a good yield. It plays with the economy. So yeah. just realize that it's an economic cycle. This is a cyclical stock. I prefer Nine just on the basis that they're already there. They're probably less complex, um, and they've probably done most of the hard yards um, well in advance. So, uh, and they and they yield quite nicely. So there you go, News Corp through the eyes of Nathan Summon Sandrum and uh, Mark Gardner from Macro Capital. Um, look, I don't think. Well, that wasn't a ringing endorsement, really, uh, of News Corp coming from either of the guests. But it's interesting, actually, it, just as a, one of my tangents, um, the kind of divergent opinions that you get about old media and whether it's investable again. Sort of this whole what was old is new again and the way they've successfully changed their business model and whether it actually makes a difference to their profitability and their investability going forward. Clearly, the, the, the guys perhaps think that, well, I didn't get to the, the granular elements to their to their theses, I guess you could say it. Um, but weren't particularly fond of it. But there's people I've spoken to who say, you know, even um, Nine, News Corp, these names, uh, people are turning back to um, legacy media because they can trust them and they've diversified their content offering sufficiently that they can, well, offer it the way that consumers want it and also monetize it. And there's sort of a bull case for that. But Yeah, for sure. Um also, they both own those real estate assets, at least when you're talking about Nine mm. Entertainment and News Corp. I mean, News Corp is doing quite well in terms of digital subscriptions to mm. its mastheads, but it's also that REA business has been really good for the company. So mm. some that I've spoken to about News Corp say, well, you're almost getting two for the price of one mm. because you have the media side of the business and then you've got REA group. I mean, or you could buy REA on its own, which obviously many endorse, but yeah. There you go. Yeah, and, and that's what makes a market, it, right? That's what makes a market, Kyle. Yeah, that's what we're here to do. What else? <laughs> I think I drop that one a few times a week at least. <laughs> you gotta. It's the only way to stop punching. Um. So listen, it was a quiet day here locally for data. Data, yeah. I think most of the macro conversation was U.S. retail sales to an extent, just where U.S. consumers going, but also just trying to pick apart uh, what President Xi said in his mm-hmm. speech uh, at the start of the. Um, uh, Communist Party Congress and what it actually meant. And I had a really good uh, chat with a gentleman by the name of Professor Hans Hendrich. Mm-hmm. I think I pronounced that properly. Yep. Imp- apologies if I didn't. Uh, just talking about effectively what that speech was all about and how it should be interpreted. And, you know, there was a lot of different things there. And it's always great to get an expert's view on these these things as well because, you know, people who understand the, the kind of cultural uh, and historical context will give you a very different view from the prevailing sort of, I guess, Western media view, I, I suppose you could say. Um, but one thing, Colonel, just to take away from it, um, health, Taiwan, then economy, those were sort of the priorities if you, that you could mm-hmm. sort of um, infer from that speech, um, which if maybe, I guess, if you are hoping for a soft landing in Australia or, you know, um, China to ride to the rescue once again to, to soak up this sort of, you know, demand hole left by Fed policy tightening, maybe, yeah, Sorry, not not this time. Yeah, uh, and and that's what I sort of took away from the reading that I did over the weekend as well is that they're willing to sacrifice some mm. of that ultimate go for growth 
yeah. um, capitalist. Yeah, and Mark um, Todd spoke about it too in that, that, that interview there as well. So we spoke about that extensively. Yeah. It was kind of cool. No, it's good. It's good. And um, oh, well, that just brings me to one of the interviews that you can access via the show notes. So we spoke with John Mills from Morningstar, and he was just saying as a Aussie equity investor in the mining companies in particular, you need to consider China. You need to consider China's COVID zero policy, which it will continue to you know wholeheartedly pursue, it sounds like. And uh, so he gives a couple of uh, mining stocks that pass the test and a couple that perhaps do not. While we're on the topic, you can also listen in to um, Rob Shears from Valor Private Wealth talking about chips, chips of the semi Conductor kind, and I think a bit of discussion about chips, chips too, chips on the menu. Yeah, <laughs> we're, pe- uh, we're talking about PepsiCo, which kind of makes me hungry right now. I I'm famished today. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. Yeah, we t- we made tired, a, I need just carbs. for those of you out there listening, we've we've sort of made a no chips rule in the newsroom until Fridays because we were getting a little out of control here with the <laughs> potato chips. Yeah, yeah. We I'm embarrassed to say I don't know why I'm admitting this, but yeah, it was pretty bad there for a while. This was like. Salt and vinegars daily. Kyle has a bit more. Yeah, I, uh, I t- they tend not to be to, to, to be yeah. vegan more often than not, so that sort of saves me. But um, yeah. hey, I mean, Zero if you're if anyone here is a, 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 a investor in Pepsi, then maybe you know we should be pushing the yeah, chips. Yeah, I think we talked Domino's with Rob Shears as well. Anyways, yeah. I think it's dinner Pizza. time, and that's why I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> that's why Domino's all of a sudden sounds very attractive. Costa Group felt, but though. yeah, Costa Group had a terrible session. Mm. Uh, trading update coming from the company. It just seems it's one of those that's always getting hit, whether it be weather, whether it be changing dynamics. Um, yeah, I, d- I wasn't sure if any of the kind of stuff going on in Victoria was a part of that and the other floods elsewhere as well, just Possibly. because I had to catch a bus around it last night, uh, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we'll be watching, we'll be watching uh, some of those companies closely tomorrow yeah. uh, to see what goes on. Um, you know, we had lithium stocks, though, jumping. Yeah, uh, you had a chat with Henry Jennings from Marcus today, right? What did he put that down to? I don't think he really. He said, "Well, I mean, monkey business, basically. You know, just they're they're really volatile. They they're, they're actually chopping around quite a lot." Um, but he, he also said that the the Chinese, I think he said, was it the lithium spot price in China? I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, still elevated, basically record highs. So the underlying there is still really really strong. Um, I get the sense from just what I can tell on you know cursory glances of the chart and then watching them pop up every day on the, the leaders and laggards because they'll inevitably there'll be a couple on a leaders or laggards sometimes mm-hmm. the same stock on different days is that there's just this, an extraordinary amount of churn in that market now and it's very still very sentiment driven which for me often sort of portends that there's some distribution going on it's about to kind of maybe puke but not say in the long run um, but yeah it's still really frothy like a lot of um, a lot of narrative a lot of sentiment in that in that sector but it was it was one of the like few few highlights today well tyro did end up leading mm. uh, and zero too sorry for interjecting again what i think zero was up as well Ooh, i haven't yep zero was up by a modest three quarters of a percent the mm, leaders were tech, tyro yeah. polynovo there was director mm. buying and shares eml i don't see any news associated with eml brickworks had a broker upgrade come through oh. Then you get into Pilbara with the lithium stocks. You get Megaport and IAG. IAG also announced a buyback, so that did good things for its share price. Costa Group, the laggard, down by close to 13%. CSR was off by, yeah, uh, quite a bit. And That's that was strange, even though CSR was a part of that same um, upgrade f- for it with Brickwork, yeah, wasn't well, it? Yeah, well, it had its price target lifted. Um, but, mm. yeah, it's down significantly. Also, we've got um, Boral. Its price target was cut. 
by UBS and um, yeah, shares down by nine percent. So there were some pretty 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 chunky individual yeah. stock moves today. Mm. All right, Kyle. So what continues to dominate is talk of the Fed pivot. We've got Treasury markets, you know, the most important safe haven asset in the world. Uh, CBA today saying showing signs of stress. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, just expectations about when the FOMC will pivot driving up volatility in that treasury market so that will be one market to keep an eye on tonight i i know i feel like i say it every day but we need to keep an eye on the uk yes you know new finance minister installed (laughs) um it's a little too late i love the quote whoever selected it today was uh liz truss's quote about um we will weather the storm and it's just kind of like yeah the country probably will liz but i don't know if you will (laughs) like you're probably on your way out yep so we've Um, got um jeremy hunt is his name i'm sorry i had to look it up there quickly because you you know things are moving fast there so he will be today monday Announcing tax and spending measures two weeks earlier than scheduled. So really trying to stem that uh, loss of faith, essentially, in the UK government. I mean, that is... That's that's bad. <laughs> I, I just yeah. think it's it's pretty bad. So we will it's have that to talk grim. about in the morning. I'm just seeing a breaker on Reuters, which is disappointing, that Kiev says that there's been two more blasts mm. in the city centre. Again, Ukraine and Russia. I mean, who knows what's going to happen there? Wouldn't know, yeah. Um, but it's it's pretty dismal. What you need to know is that you know there's heavy fighting around um, the Donbass region, and uh, Kiev continues to come under attack from Russian drones right. early in this European morning. Um, yeah. So tomorrow, what do we have here? We've got the weekly consumer confidence. I think we've read. got minutes tomorrow. Actually, we do. We we've have got minutes. minutes from the uh, RBA. You know, obviously, th- Thursday's jobs, but yeah, minutes is probably minutes will be interesting. We want to know. Why? Yeah. Why? Why are the change of heart, Phil? I go 25 rather than 50. What were you thinking? Yeah, we've also got a speech from Reserve Bank Deputy Governor Michelle Bullock. Yep. So we'll be listening in to that as well. Um, as far as what we get tonight in the U.S., the U.S. Empire State Manufacturing Index, so that'll be a good sentiment mm-hmm. read, and we get the data dump from China tomorrow. Yeah. So again, you know, China is in focus yeah, I think 3.5% for annualized growth in Q3 was, was the number off the top of my head. So it should be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we've got lots to mull over tomorrow. Um, yeah, looking forward to all the conversations that we will be having. If you've missed anything today, I mean, we always have a few interviews in the show notes. But please, you know, if you, if you don't usually go there, you can go to osbiz.com.au. And we put up the best clips from the day. And we sort of try to curate them a little bit for you as well. If you're time poor, just go to trending or go to editor's pick and um, you'll find some engaging content there with some really great guests. Have I missed anything, Kyle? Have we missed anything? For a day where it was basically a sell-off and then flatlined, I mm-hmm. think we covered everything that you needed to cover. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I hope you have a good night's sleep tonight. I need it. Thanks. See you then. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.